Okay. Welcome back, everybody. New edition or kind of an updated edition of the Dave and Amber show. We did a podcast with us. I don't remember when it was. I think it was last week. <laughs> well, maybe it was last week. I don't know. We did it on travel. And, uh, and the irony being what it is, we have both traveled since, since that show. So we're going to update you on our experiences and I'll let you go first. Well, I find it ironic that everything that we were listing out should have been like a serious checklist as we're both packing. So I went to Fort Worth just for a night, which is, you would think wouldn't mean much, but David sent me a text message earlier because you went to Vegas, right? On Thursday. I went, yeah, I went to the Consumer Electronics Show. And so I left on Saturday. So I get a text from him saying, my sensor has failed and I'm flying blind, right? Or something like this. So like everybody's worst nightmare. And I'm packing at this point. And I was like, I grabbed my sensor just for one night. I did not want to be without my Dexcom. So <laughs> tell me about flying blind in Vegas. Cause that's you know, like the worst place. You know, and again, I, I don't want to get overly technical here and I'll keep reminding everybody. I use the Omnipod to deliver my insulin. And so the way the Omnipod works is the pod itself has a, a shelf life of about three days. Actually, it's 80 hours. And so, you know, if I'm obviously I'm traveling for longer than that period of time, I have to bring not just my insulin, but, a, you know, another pod to replace the one that's expiring. But I always bring backup. Right. So on this particular trip, I knew my pod would be expiring while I was in Las Vegas. So I, I didn't bring one replacement pod. I brought two just in case the first one failed. And this is not out of disrespect to any company. It's just that if something's going to fail, I'd rather it be my sensor, my glucose sensor. Sure. Because I need the insulin to live. <laughs> and yeah, you can walk in any Walgreens or CVS and, you know, get syringes. But I, you know, I've gotten so used to not injecting that I love the pump and I love the Omnipod. And, but I've never, like, I've traveled the, the, the life of a Dexcom sensor is, is 10 days. Now there are ways to trick it to make it go longer, but it's 10 days. Yeah. So like, obviously on this trip, I was only gone for a couple of days. I think it was four days, maybe it's three nights, four days. I don't remember. But I remember that, you know, before I packed, you know, I checked my Dexcom app and it told me when the sensor would expire. Okay. And I said, okay, I'll be back home by then. No reason to pack a backup. Okay. So sure enough, <laughs> <laughs> and this, you know, it, you know, it, I love this technology, but it is a machine and machines fail. Yeah. So, and this has happened before, you know, so I don't remember what day it failed on. So I'm like, okay, my pod's working. I know my body pretty well. And I, and I could have gone. And got it. It's a tester. I could have gone to Walgreens or CVS and bought myself a meter and test strips and done it that way. But I didn't. <laughs> I've become kind of used to flying blind. And when, and when we say flying blind, when, when we eat. Yeah. Not knowing your blood sugar going into it, which is a part of the calculation. You're missing. Yeah. It's like you're doing a math calculation, missing one of the variables. <laughs> and so for me, however, now this is good news and bad news. You know, I've had diabetes for so long. I know my body so well. I don't, I tend to eat similar things no matter where I'm at. I'm with you. I know what those things do to my body. And I also, I'm very lucky. I am what's called hypoglycemic aware. And again, just to, yeah. as a refresher course to everybody, hypoglycemia is a state of low blood sugar, which depending on how far your blood sugar drop is how quote unquote dangerous an event it is. Yeah. Now there are a lot of patients who are not hypoglycemic aware. And for, for them, something like the Dexcom CGM is a godsend because it's literally saving lives. 
yeah, it, it, it starts to beep and buzz and go crazy. And I thankfully am hypoglycemic aware. So I know the symptoms when my body is headed in that direction. Yeah. So for me, flying blind is not an ideal situation, but I, I, I have experience. Right. So it didn't. And, and this is the other thing I'll say to everybody who's listening, because we're all different in the way we manage our condition. I don't micromanage my diabetes. I never have. I never will. I also understand that for at least me personally, I'm more of a trend person. Mm. I know that there's going to be good days. I know there's going to be bad days. And I know that I'm more concerned how I'm doing over a series of time rather than one individual right. and or moment. So if I was running a little higher than normal for those couple of days when I, because I knew I was going home and, you know, it's not like, I mean, I would, there's no way I would have gone like a week without that. But if right. it, it turned out, it was, I think it was like the two days. I think it was like a day and a half, maybe two days. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. Two. Yeah. But if it's only two days, I can deal with that. I've got a serious question for you. So when you say that you, because you've been on an insulin pump for so long, which is great. If you had to go back to MDI therapy, which is multiple daily injections, would you, do you remember like how to carb count? Would you know what to do? Oh yeah. Well, first of all, I would never go back to MDI. You know, I'll be very upfront about this. It's nothing to do with, you know, sticking myself with a needle. You know, you're diabetic. You know, we stick ourselves so many times we leak, but the pump gave me a lot of freedom. And and I've I've said this for years. Insulin pump therapy to me is not a therapy choice. It's a lifestyle choice because I was on MDI and my A1C, that's a measurement of good control or not. It's a standard blood test that you know you can get anywhere. My results it didn't really change much when I converted from MDI to insulin pump therapy. Right. My life, however, changed forever because all of a sudden I had this freedom that I never had before. Like going to a buffet and eating anything you wanted and just dosing as necessary. It's not. It's not. Well, it's not even that. It's more of I had the freedom to. Like, you know, I like to play golf. I didn't have to worry about having, you know, keeping insulin with me all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Needles. I didn't have to worry about injecting in public. I didn't, you know, you know, the Omnipod is a tubeless, wireless, whatever you want to call it. It's attached to my body. It's underneath my, nobody even knows I have it on. I know I have it on. Right. Even when I was on what was then called a mini med pump, which was a, a conventional tethered or tube pump, mm -hmm. I got used to put it in certain areas. So yes, you know, you would see a little bit of tubing, but you know, you could hide it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, and I, and I never really cared, you know, as you know, we talked about before, I mean, I don't care if somebody knows I got diabetes or not, you know, I got it, you know, I'm not a leper. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> you know, I think I'm more ashamed to admit I'm a beer fan. And again, that's why like, to me, there's a, there's a, some lessons even for me here. It's like, could I, I was telling my son when I was in Vegas about what happened and he, and he knows this has happened before. You know, all, but it's almost a testament to Dexcom in a way. Right. Because I know that, like, I don't know how many sensors I've worn over my life. I mean, they, you know, I wear them every day and, you know, I change them with regularity every 10 days. And I would have to say that, yes, I've had failures, but they are very few and far between. Sure. And the Omnipod is really the same way. And the only, and like I said earlier, the only reason I pack backup pods is I can't be without insulin delivery. Yeah. And had I not been lazy, I could have easily walked into 
you know, a CVS, a Walgreens, there are inexpensive blood glucose meters that you can buy. And you could have purchased a sensor. You couldn't purchase one, but you could purchase a box of sensors, but it would run you well, depends on insurance or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. No, I, well, no, you're right. You know, that's true. You know, I forgot about that. So I'm bringing this back up with travel in that with Dave going, his trip going awry, I, I mean, I have it right here because I was unpacking. Like I made sure, even though I had six days left on my sensor, I brought an extra one. I also brought my glucometer, my tester or whatever, just in case that all that failed. And the one thing that I'm a lot better about, because I've run out of insulin twice in my whole life out of 38 years. And I checked my vial to make sure that I had plenty of insulin to roll into it. You know, I didn't even check my Traceba pin. <laughs> well, we've got the other part of my, my crazy trip. It, so, you know, I didn't drive to the airport. I had an Uber take me there. You know, I'm leaving my place and I realized I don't have my PDM, which is, again, let's go back to my toys. My personal diabetes manager controls my Omnipod insulin pump. I have to have that. <laughs> and, you know, this is something that I think our listeners really need to understand. I live by myself and my, my family, you know, my son's in Chicago, my daughter's in Cincinnati. Yes, I have friends here. But nobody has access to my place. So let's say, God forbid, you know, I got on that plane and, you know, I didn't have my PDM with that creates a big problem for me because then I would have had to regardless go to Walgreens and get syringes because I don't carry them with me ever because yes, I can, I can manage my diabetes without my Omnipod, but I can't manage my Omnipod without the PDM. So, you know, it is, it's one of those PDM because I, 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 can they have shipped you one like immediately? Like, say so you got a new PDM while there? Yeah. Inter- okay. Yes and no. <laughs> yeah. One of my craziest stories ever was I was going to Hawaii to do the Lava Man Triathlon. Okay. And I had everything I needed. Yet I left my PDM on the plane. Okay. Oh, Lord. Now, so I don't remember exactly because we, I remember we flew United to Hawaii. But, and so I called Inslet, the makers of the Omnipod, explained to them what happened. They said, well, the problem was trying to get me if I was in Honolulu. Okay. And this just, you know, this is crazy. Yeah. Well, whatever. If I was, I was in, uh, not, not, uh, I was on the big island, but it's not Honolulu. You know, Honolulu is a major city. Yeah. Had I been in Honolulu, I could have easily met with one of their representatives who would have given me a spare PDF. Right. Because I was on the other island and because whatever it was, they had they were trying to ship me one but couldn't figure out how to get it to me. Oh gosh. So it was like a logistical nightmare. Yeah. So I literally had to go get syringes. Oh. And, and again, I think when you are, even if you don't have diabetes and you're traveling, you know, everybody's, you know, has lists. You know, everybody travels differently. You know, like I know I'm gonna be going to Paris for a diabetes conference in March. Well, I'm going to be gone, I believe, for a week because I want to, you know, get the parent up in there and I want to see, you know, the city and all that stuff. Well, so, you know, think about that. What does that mean? Well, okay, I got to make sure not only do I have enough of my toys, sensors, pods, insulin, but because I'm going to be in a foreign country, I got I got to make sure I got backups for all that stuff. Yep. So I'm going to be gone. So let's say, and then, you know, let's play hypothetical here. And this is the weird stuff that only you and I will think of. And, and our mates like kind of look at us like we are nuts. And we are. Because like, you know, when you're packing, like when I pack for a longer trip, 
you know, sometimes I'll just say, screw it. I'll take a box of pods. Now I'm not, you know, pods are, there's 10 in a box. So technically that's a 30 day supply. Yeah. But sometimes you're just like, screw it. I'll take the whole box <laughs> because, you know, it's just easier. Yep. And I don't know about you, but like, okay, I did what you did when you said you check your insulin vial to see how much is in there. Yeah. But like, if I'm going to go on, I will take, I literally will take an extra vial with me no matter what. Okay. So you're responsible. I was thinking it's only 24 hours. I'm going to be fine. I've, I have a very, I'm a klutz. <laughs> I have a very bad, bad habit of breaking things. And, you know, insulin valves are made out of glass. You know, I have dropped them before. They, and, you know, anybody who does this, and I, and I will not recommend this, I don't like the smell of insulin. I hate the smell of insulin. It's a, you know, it's not like napalm, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. Yeah. So, you know, it is funny because, like, you're right when it comes to, like, when we travel. And, and even, even if you're just, okay, and you and I are both on insulin therapy. But if you're even just taking pills, okay, and a lot of patients, that's all they take is pills. Well, again, you got to think ahead. How many days am I going to be gone? How many pills do I need to bring? You know, why are those pills? Well, if your flight gets delayed and you're there an extra two days or it gets canceled, that's another thing so you have to factor in. Yeah. And, and here we are. We're living in the COVID age. Yeah. You know, you don't know, you know, when or if that flight is going to happen. I mean, you know, recently, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff like that. So, yes, I mean, traveling for, for anybody today is not an easy thing. You know, you have to have all your, you know, documentation and, you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm what's it called, the TSA cleared and, yeah, you know, but there's all of these additional, like, you know, with diabetes, there's all of these additional factors. I think, again, the longer you have it, but here I am, I've had it almost 30 years and, you know, here I am playing stupid, nearly forgetting my PDM. And not having a backup sensor when I was in Vegas. Well, and I think the reason for this part too is that even though we both planned, we did everything, things happen. And learning how to roll with the punches. And if you were there with your partner who has diabetes, you know, just giving them some grace and because they're going to be really angry probably about the situation because it's disrupting their vacation. It's funny that you mentioned that because, I, you know, and, and I, I obviously have no way of knowing this, but had Deb been alive and let's say she was with me in Vegas, I know for a fact she would have said, get off your butt, go to CVS, or go to Walgreens, <laughs> and either get a replacement sensor or get a meter and, and test her. Yeah. You know, and, you know, it's funny because that's how our, the people are touched by diabetes, how they interact in our lives. And sometimes, you know, we get so tired of it. We don't want to deal with it. Yeah. You know, and they kind of like serve as our, you know, the angel on your shoulder or the, oh, yeah. you know, give you a little kick in the rear and say, Hey, don't be, a, don't be an idiot. You know, <laughs> don't do the right thing. You know, it's not hard to do. And I do, I think that's why, you know, part of what we do here is that these people need to realize how important that the role they play in our lives. Right. And some, let's be honest, sometimes we need a kick in the ass. It, you know, it's, I don't, I don't need a kick in the ass. I feel like I got my shit together for the most part, but I will say, here's one last story because we drove to Fort Worth, which is about a two and a half, three hour drive. And my friend was driving and we stopped at a gas station. She buys Twizzlers and beef jerky and which is fine. I don't give a shit, but I've, of course I'm like going through my head, like what that would be. Then I don't eat either one of those. I don't eat beef, but I said, and this is what I love about my friends and bringing diabetes to the conversation. I'm saying this as a travel thing, just because it was funny in the car. She was just eating Twizzler after Twizzler. And I'm like, do you have any idea how many carbs are in one stick? 
And she was like, I have no idea. And <laughs> just so you know, one Twizzler is 7.3 grams of carbohydrates. And I, you know, I'm like, you just ate a loaf of bread is what I keep thinking, you know, just anywho, travel, make it fun. It's funny that you share that story because I'll share one last story because I was also on a road trip with some friends of mine and we were going to a football game and they, you know, we stopped at the gas station, everybody got something, whatever. And somehow we got in this discussion of, you know, it was a Coke versus Pepsi thing. And and all I, and then these are two of my fraternity brothers. So I've known them for years. I said, listen, guys, all I know is that that's the best instant sugar in the world. <laughs> I said, look at the can. I said, I believe Coke has 30 some odd grams of yeah. sugar in it. Yep. And when you're low, you know, when you're hypoglycemic and you need sugar in a hurry. Check it. Yep. So, <laughs> anyway. All right. So there we go. Travel. Hopefully now, uh, you know, hopefully my next travel and yours will not, we will not have any travel disaster. <laughs> so that, hopeful. That's another edition of the David Amber Show. 